Attention deficit order. Season. Uh, 18 episode three. No, two. Episode two, right? Yes. Episode two, guys. Uh, Eddie Money's gone. He's lost some more money. Seventy. what? Seventy years old, guys. What the hell? Woo! Wait, what? Uh-oh. Man. We might do another Eddie Money song, guys. There's a couple of hits that are really good out there for, uh, for Eddie Money. Uh, we, we got some good ones. I, I might have to do some uh, cool water. But that's later. Okay, guys. Woo! Oh, I made you look. You were slave to a page in my rhyme book. Getting big money. Yeah. Playboy, With them gangsters. Yeah. With them okay, guys, we're back, guys. People have died. Um, I don't know what happened to all that shit. Jesus Christ. And it's Friday the 13th, guys. You know, what a day to die. And the full moon. And the uh, harvest moon. Uh, so all you uh, Satan worshippers out there, get it on! All yeah. the Vikings are out dancing. <laughs> all you fucking, uh, was it? Golden Triangle worshippers. Who's <laughs> Alistair Crowley, guys? Oh, Golden Dawn? <laughs> no, Templus, Ordo, Sikori, or Sikorum, or something Weren't they called the Golden Dawn, though? I thought they were Golden Dawn. Oh, whatever. Uh, all you Golden Dawners, uh, all you people with uh, magic symbols tattooed on your body uh, get it going guys that's right <laughs> go outside dancing fuck whatever it is you do oh sorry my clapping is triggering people uh here we go guys no i was just i was just listening to uh uh the legion of skanks and they're making fun of people um uh, it was a whole thing of just uh speeches like oh i don't want you people clapping because that's gonna trigger me uh just weird stuff but yeah, well, that's uh, yeah. It is. I'm sorry. Clapping triggers you, then you can never go outside. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're, we're, they're catering to the weak, weaker, weaker class. Is what's happening. But here's one that's not, guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're here, guys. Okay, now should I get right into the concert and br and break it down? Oh yeah, yeah. I want to hear about this. It looked fun from your <laughs> photos on Twitter. Okay. Uh, I was bummed I could not make this. Okay, so Em and I, uh, we drove down to the Oakland Coliseum, uh, Oracle Arena, and uh, and so we got the, uh, so we parked, we got there around five, doors opened at 5.30. Some guy coined it perfectly, we were in line. He's like, all the carnies had the day off. <laughs> <laughs> well. It was a bunch of like old men with tattoos, uh, like, uh, 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 no, the cut-off jackets with, you know, the cut-off jean jackets with the patches. Oh, yeah. All the old punks came out because it's their era of punk. <clears throat> yeah, band. it was like... Fuck, besides Rancid, these bands have been around since, like, the early 80s, if not before. Yeah. Uh, the damn, their first <clears throat> album was in 77. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into the whole audience and everything later. But, yeah, so we walked in. So we get in there. So we, we park easily. Uh, you know, I smoke a joint. $40 parking. You know, they make a fucking killing. Ouch, so yeah. for forty dollars cash only parking <laughs> and uh and so yeah forty dollars cash only so we i smoked a joint walked in there uh and so there was a bunch of metal detectors so i went to the brother with the dreadlocks he didn't even search my bag of course all i said is put your keys in here i'm like okay walked right through and other and this other lady on the other side of the security gate was like okay empty out your pockets um, mm -hmm. I want to see him empty, uh, and then just searching through like M's bag and everything. 
Yeah. I'm like, okay, I need to pick the. I'm not going to women because they're always just like. Yeah, pick the guy who's obviously high. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He's just sitting there like, hey, what's up, man? Okay, put your keys in. Yeah, okay, cool, man. Yeah. Like, right on. <laughs> and also, when we went to get our... Uh, okay, so we walked in there, blah, blah, blah. Okay, saw shirts. I didn't get any shirts. M got a tank top. Uh, there were some cool posters. How bad was the merch? Prices must have been ridiculous. Uh, no, it was like 40 40 a shirt. That's... 60 a sweatshirt. That's ridiculous. It's still, it's still, you know. But that's why you better want it. Thirty-five for tank tops. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Well, yeah, it's yeah, you know, it's a markup, man. That's where they make their money. I know, I know, but still, I mean, making those shirts is like fucking like a couple bucks a piece. Yeah. You can sell them for 20 and you're still making a nice profit if you're fucking selling a billion shirts like I'm sure these guys are throughout oh. this whole tour. Like uh, every stop, they're probably selling a couple thousand. Oh, easily. And then, uh, yeah, so we went to the merch line first. There was one outside. We didn't like it. We went inside. There was one no one was at. There were two that no one were at. Went there, got the shirt, and then we went to go to our seats. So we were up on the upper deck, uh, row, whatever, 8, 233. And they're like, oh, no. We switched your seats because they shut off the whole upper row. So like, oh, oh okay. So we have to go to this person. Luckily, we went to there early when it opened. We had to go to this person and go, hey, uh, these are our seats. Or, okay, these are your seats now. So we now we were eighth row up from the floor. Ooh. <laughs> so we're like, hello. That's how I got those killer pictures. So we were yeah, eighth, serious. eighth row up from the floor. Uh uh, we were three, four, and five. Uh, yeah, so we were right on the edge, and yeah, we could see the stage like perfect. We were like eye level with the stage, almost. Yeah, a little bit higher than eye level, which is perfect. So, so we got better seats for the prices, right? For the price that we had, I think they were like right. seventy, yeah, total, forty-five. Total I forget. Upgrade. Huh? I said it's a total upgrade. Yeah, we're like, oh, cool, and we'll, and and M's like, what about the people who paid so much money for these seats? It's like, oh well, and then they <laughs> or, had. Or those seats didn't sell because they were overpriced. That's, that's true. Think possibility. I think that's what the problem was. They overpriced. If they, I said, if they were to sell each seat at sixty bucks, this place would have sold out. You know, sixty bucks a ticket. They could have gotten away with it. Yeah, because they got steep quick. I mean, some of the tickets were reasonable, like the nosebleeds, like you'd gotten. But yeah, and I only got it because of Dan from uh, from uh, Heroes of Noise. So thanks to him. He hooked me up with the ticket. And so, yeah, so we got so we got better seats, but we went, but before we sat down, we went and got food. So two cheeseburgers, two fries, and two waters. Guess how much? $65. Nope, a little lower, 55, 54. So, oh, wow. <clears throat> Still stupid. But, but yeah. the lady was cool, so this is a good reason why you get in there early. So $8 waters, okay, and uh, $10 burgers and five, eight, $6 fries or something like that. I forget. Do the math. And then, uh, and so she, she took, takes the caps off. It's like, oh, I can't give them to you with the caps off. She's like, I don't know. I don't give a shit. She's like, here, you didn't see it from me, this old black lady. She's no. like, He's like, you didn't get them from me. I'm like, hey, I'm down with that. And yeah, so, really. Uh, <laughs> so what you do, Chris, is you drink beer at the concerts because it's about the same price as the water. True. No, the beer is 20 bucks. What? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? The same price. <laughs> yeah. It a lot of remember my brother got a my brother got a, a pint twenty dollars for a you know just like a tall glass I'm like what okay. yeah I'm sure it's more now because the water was seven bucks when I went there in November now it's eight dollars America people so fourteen dollar waters so I'm like okay we got to savor these <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't eat Spill it don't drink it any. unless you're really thirsty dude we gotta be here for six hours <laughs> so 
that was no problem. I had like I usually usually carry gum or something like that. Yeah. So so we get there. We ate the cheeseburgers. Blah blah. blah. We could see the stage perfectly. But sitting in our seat was this huge motherfucker. Like you know, big. Like he should be in one of those fucking lark wheelchair things. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, are you gonna sit here? We're like, yeah, I can go around behind you, dude, and crawl over. Because we had three seats, right? We had an extra seat. And uh, I'm like, I can go around you and crawl over. He's like, no, they're supposed to put me in a, I was supposed to be in a, a assisted seat, but they didn't give me one. So he went and complained about it, right? Never came back, so that seat was ours. So we had four seats. So one, two, three, four is what we had in the aisle, which is perfect. So, okay, first band to, uh, bam. Boom. Cro-Mags come out. Boom. Opening song is, uh, We Gotta Know. I don't know that much of the Cro-Mags. Do you know a lot of the Cro-Mags? I've listened to them a fair bit, but I wouldn't say that, like, super knowledgeable about them. Um, they were tight. They're, uh, yeah. They're a fun band. There are some albums that are a little more hair metal-y than they are. They're playing all their old stuff, I guess, okay. as far as I know. So I played yeah. this one. Just some of their later albums were like, what? Kind of, I don't know. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah. Okay, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> but um, there weren't that many people there because of the ticket thing, right? These guys sounded really good fucking live. Like, you can picture this shit live at the Oakland Coliseum with their sound system and shit. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it sounded good. Not surprised. Yeah, the Chromags are tight. I mean, they're... Yeah, yeah their guitarist like, fucking ripped. Guitar- he, yeah. The guitarist was like nine feet tall. He had a huge <laughs> afro, big black guy, huge afro, right? He was standing like above the stacks, like his head was above the stacks. And the dude from the Cro-Mags head was below the stacks. Oh, yeah, so, the singer? Yeah, the singer. I'm like, Jesus. Okay, he was the lead bassist and singer. He's the lead bassist and singer in the band. <clears throat> so yeah, so they had a really good like rhythm and shit. I like them. Especially live. So bam, there went it. And then right before they played uh, World Peace, uh, I watched the towers come down on 9-11 uh, from my backyard. This is, he's like, he's just like, this is for 9-11! Like, this is for 9-11. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, really good punk, man. Especially with a good sound system and live. And so they played... Mm, what? Nine... Okay, they go malfunction. But, there was slowly... There was, um, slow, uh... There was slow pit starting, you know, here and there. So they had a floor area cleared for people? Oh yeah, they had a huge floor. So it was uh, us sitting up, up, up on you know like right there, in the, right next to the floor. Then on, the, then at the very far back end, were flipped out chairs for people to sit in. Oh, so I think the fold out chairs, those are rich people's. That was the rich people section. The fold out chairs right on the floor, which I think were shittier seats because we were up above those people and we could see perfectly right onto the stage. Right, they, and you like, weren't terribly far either. No, we could see everything Glenn was doing. We could see everything everybody was doing. You saw. Okay, here you go. Yeah. Boom. No, you saw those pictures. I did. I'm sorry. Did you uh, down but not out? You recognize this song at all? So they were rocking, dude. They were like, "Yeah, here we go." M didn't like him that much. <laughs> I'm like, these guys are awesome. <laughs> and this is their more metally shit. I can see that because the uh, they like do really intricate guitar solos and shit. Yeah, I'm just like Jesus Christ, these guys were ripping on guitars. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, now, right about, I'll try to time the guitar solo. Right. Here it comes. 
Uh, no, not yet. No, oh, I was trying to guitar time the guitar solo. I don't even know this song. I'm just going by the way songs usually go, especially you know, metal songs. Just go on YouTube and type in Chromags and listen to a couple songs. They're worth it. They're a fun band. Yeah, they're good. I, I would have liked to see them. I mean, they're not a, a, on my bucket list of bands, but having them be part of this lineup, I would have been super happy. They were, no, they were a great opening band. They were perfect. You know, they're just when they started, there was James Brown music playing. And they're like, they're like ready, you know, they're ready to go. And the James Brown music, Brown music is still playing. So get up. So get up. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? Who's the engineer here? That's a weird mix. Like, this is just horrible. And he just started talking. He's like, fuck it. They were warming up the crowd by playing James Brown at a punk Well, no, dude. No, they warmed up the crowd by (coughs) bashing the crowd with the same Ramon song over and over Oh. And they played like the Ramones hits, basically. Oh, they, just, uh, they just played Ramones Mania on loop. Yeah, I was like, come on! <laughs> There's like, other bands besides the uh, Ramones. At least before Rancid came on, they switched it to reggae. But still. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay, now we'll go to uh, uh, the British hardcore guys. So they came out next, The Dam. I love The Dam. I <clears> really <throat> wanted to. Dude, he did a weird vampire spin like oh, on yeah. stage. He's a weird goth dude, the singer. I forget I'm like, his name. no, but it, I swear to God, it looked like he floated. I'm like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, <laughs> I pointed out to Emma, I'm like, did you see that spin thing he did? Like he floated, and she's like, what? And he never did it again. He did it like one. I'm like, that's what the edibles kicked in, Chris. No, dude, I'm like, this motherfucker just like floated in a circle and then just walked over to the left. He was standing in front of the, uh, um, yeah, he was standing in front of the drum riser, and he span, spun in a circle and then walked away. Huh. fuck was that? Yeah, so um, I'm actually watching a pretty cool documentary on this. So they came out, they're like, like hello, San Francisco! <laughs> yeah, close enough. And they're all, oh, uh, and uh, uh, surrounding Bay Area, or surrounding cities. And uh, that's right, Oakland, hi! Yeah, they, you know, there's typical British humor. Like, oh, we came, oh, oh we're the damned, whatever. And we came out, boom, noise, noise, noise. Okay, do you know nice. all their songs? Not all, but I know a lot. <laughs> okay, then they did boom. Smash it up. Yeah, of course. They have to play that one. Do they? <laughs> I, I think it's mandatory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, they sounded great, you know, uh, for being a live band. And from they're like, oh, we're from 1977. Uh, this song's from 1977. Like, Jesus. Yeah, no, I mean, they're fucking right there with like the Sex Pistols and Clash and uh, uh, who else? Exploited, all those bands. Yeah. Right Crazy, man. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, they, they sort of have like a, um, like a weird punk like a poppy energy form you know completely different from <laughs> from the chromags from chromags yeah that's for sure uh, well the early damned uh songs are really fucking fast and really uh i mean they're still poppy ish but they're really fucking fast and then uh, i think this song and a couple others uh that they're really well known for came a little bit later and they were i don't know so I feel bad for the opening acts because there were more people there, but they couldn't get to their seats fast enough because they had to stand in line. And when we went out, when I went out to the bathroom, uh, there was a line like uh, like if you were standing in line for fucking merch, you know, like sixty people were waiting to get their seats. Oh damn! Because so, they shuffled all the seats around. Yeah, and these people were coming in. You know, you come in like, oh, I'll miss the two opening acts. I'll run in see Rancid. Nope, you have to sit there. Right? <clears throat> So I think more people would have been there. There's a lot of people for Rancid, but still. Uh, well, yeah. 
I was just like, yeah, I was like, hmm. It's fucking Rancid's hometown. I mean, exactly. There's going to be a lot more people there. I think the the only name bigger (laughs) in the Bay Area probably would have been. So they did Boom. Uh, Then they did Anti uh, Anti Pope. Yeah. So everyone, you need to go listen to the Damn. They're one of the best fucking in the business, in my opinion. I love this band so fucking much. Um, go listen to their whole damn catalog. It's worth it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think, like I said, this this was the band that I was most bummed to miss. Like, Misfits would have been awesome. I've never seen Misfits live with Jerry and Doyle and fucking Glenn. But, I, yeah, I really want God damned it. God damned it. They have, um, so then, so the damn played, a lot of people liked them, but people were like, eh, you know. Well, and then again, it, it, <clears throat> if you don't no. like, I've known of them and I know them, so I'm like, oh yeah, I have to, I'm like, I have to stay for every opening band because I've never seen them live and I've always heard of. Them. So, so that's why I got there early. But yeah, so people were, and then like in front of us, no, there were no seats right before Rancid came right on. Two of the tallest motherfuckers ever. St- <laughs> like seriously, these are like basketball players stood oh. in front of M and I. But luckily, we could just scoot over, and we had those two open seats. Right? That's nice. Yeah. So okay, so so the place gets really packed now. So bam, uh, Rancid pops on, boom. Uh, of course, right? And they open up with this song. They played 19 songs. So they did a basically a set, a full set. You know, <laughs> it's like, but dude, yeah, the place erupted. There were at least three or four pits going at once. Two in the back, two in the front, one in the center. I've seen Rancid four times, and they always put on a good show. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a long time. I didn't know he had a huge beard now. (laughs) I didn't either. Dude, it's like like down to like his chest. He's bald with a huge beard. Who, Tim? Yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck. I'm like, oh, shit, because I didn't know who he was. I'm like, oh, that's the single... Hey, what? He's like a he's like a punk rock Tom Waits. Yeah. So they played this song, then they went boom. Yeah. Uh, so, did they play East Bay Nights? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I would hope so. They're in fucking Oakland, but you know. uh, let's see. They play East Bay Nights. They played uh, Dead Bodies, Ghost of a Chance. What's their fast song? Where I'm going? Uh oh. Nihilism. Uh, which one is it? Huh. Let me think. It's this one. No, I'm just looking up these up. There's a fast one. Bam. Bam, bam, bam. So they went boom. So they did go. Bam, journey to the East Bay. Here. Okay, here we go. Journey to the East Bay. Stupid. They did, uh, okay, dead bodies. They did dead bodies. And then, uh... They didn't do, uh... They didn't do an Off Ivy song. I've never heard them play Off Ivy. In, in all the times I've seen them. They, uh, from from people I know that have seen him, they played at least one. Okay, here really? we go. I have never seen him live, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you said you had. Um, no, no, no. I haven't seen him Rancid live. Yeah, no, I've seen him a few times, and they've never played off. They're just Rancid, and that's it. Uh, and then they uh, their last three songs. So they basically did Radio, 11th Hour, uh, Nihilism, Olympia, Washington. It's quite all right. What's that song? That one I don't know by title. Don't you know these songs by title? Not all of them. But yeah, they uh, they had a they had a really the crowd was really into it, man. So good, Rancid uh, did a good job. 
They were tight. Yeah, Five Joe, man. In fact, they've been playing together since the early 90s, right? Uh, yeah. 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 No, earlier than that. No, because Op Ivy broke up right at the end of the 80s. Like, 89, I think. Oh, okay. But I'm saying they've been playing, like, he's been playing since, like, the 80s. Well, yeah. Tim Armstrong and Matt Freeman have been in a band together since at least Operation Ivy. Yeah. Yeah, at least. So, yeah, these, these guys are awesome, man. They're, uh, great sound. Uh, really tight. And, uh, yeah. Like every song sounded really good. Yeah. So Op Ivy up to 89. They broke up in 89. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Rancid was 91 to press. Uh, 91. Uh, okay. Then, um, so they played Bam. Everyone loved them. Yeah. Killer. Yeah, I bet. It was, uh, yeah, they were great. So by then. They like the, the home team, man. Yeah. By then the place was pretty packed. By, by the, uh, by the end of their, uh, by the end of their set, everyone, not, but people were still trying to sit down during their set. So you had to basically stand up. People were just standing in the aisle like, where are we going? What, what's going on? Where are we going? I don't know. Okay, so after everyone sits around and they're, and they're, and they're um, you know, smoking weed, a bunch of people get busted for smoking. Uh, yeah, so like as soon as Rancid stops, people are like, okay, cool. Let's start smoking weed. You don't smoke weed with the lights up. You smoke it in the middle of the goddamn concert. You know, yeah. I'm telling people. Uh, I'm telling them about how a lot of people were idiots about smoking weed at Oakland. So, yeah. so after Rancid, uh, a lot of people like. Okay, so the crowd, a uh, bunch of morons. Somebody brought an infant, like at least three weeks old. <laughs> what? Yes, but did with earmuffs. Little, I was gonna say, did they have a little baby like fucking? No, voice it had headphones? it had fucking nasty ones that they hand out to you at the concert. Oh. Isn't that how like kids get like skin infections and shit? Oh yeah, like, this kid's gonna get ringworm, like, <laughs> right. like right into its brain and scabies. It's gonna go right into the soft spot of its head. Ooh, like in um, uh, 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 Khan, right? Yeah, they put creatures into our ears, and they have a uh, so there's an infant. Cause I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, that would trip me. Fuck, and it tripped a lot of people out. Everyone's like, like that is weird. And right after we see that. To our right, some guy brings a little poodle. I'm like, there's a fucking dog in here? It's gonna kill it. Did did they at least like no. cut poodle's hair into a trihawk or a bihawk in different colors? No, it wasn't a punk poodle. It was just a poodle. And, a and that guy was smoking weed. He got busted. So no. these idiots, like, oh, let's smoke weed after the show. So after Rancid, everyone starts smoking weed. You idiots. You smoke while the show's going on. Right. So... <laughs> So they start smoking, bam, the security guys come up, they escort him out, and I think they just search him and take all his weed, and then they can come back. They did it to, like, three people, like, in, the, in like, five minutes. I mean, score, dude, you don't have to buy weed there. Yeah. I'd be busting people, too. Yeah, give me your stash, then you can go back. I just ate, like, 100 milligram. I smoked a joint before I went in there. Yeah. So, so I was stoned for, like, the first two, and then I ate... Before Rancid, I ate a 100-milligram gummy. So by the end of Rancid, I was ripped. Or you bring in fucking your vape pen and your yeah. discreet... Like, you don't... Well, I don't know. They don't now care they, about you vaping. Don't need to bring a joint. There are people vaping left and right. They didn't give a fuck about that. Yeah. They just don't want you smoking in the facility. Right. Like, actually burning something with fire. Yeah. No, yeah, when it's not... When it's... Uh, oops. <laughs> yeah, really weird. So, okay, so I'm smoking weed. People getting busted. Bam. Uh, uh, maybe we should take... Finish it. your show. Okay, here we go. Talk okay. about the Misfits. Okay, fine. <clears throat> Damn, Misfits come out. Opening song. Uh, Death Comes Ripping. Great opening song. Period. They get the crowd pumped right at the pickup. Oh, yeah. 
Um, Glenn Danzig doesn't know how to stay back from the monitor sometimes. He was giving a lot of feedback here and there, uh, but whatever. They're like, Glenn, you don't stand on top of the monitors and yell. It's gonna, it's a like, what? He's like going up to the crowd and like slapping everyone's hands, giving everyone high fives and shit, you know, while he's dancing or while he's dancing, while he's singing. Yeah. He sounded great. When we did hear him, right? When he wasn't on top of the monitors, uh, he sounded really good for a 60-year-old man. It's like, Jesus, this guy's in his 60s. And then they had um, um, uh, Von Frankenstein, his guitarist. Uh, he's, a, he's a hired hand. Yeah. Wait, no, it's uh, AC Slade's the guitarist for me. No, no, he's like the he's like the backup rhythm. Oh, like, okay. AC Slade's sitting way far in the background. Like, you don't even see where he's at. He's back there, but he's backing up the front guys in the band. He's backing up the bassist and the lead guitarist and, the, and Danzig and the drummer. You know what I mean? So he's not he's not dancing around. He's back there like playing like backup rhythm for everything. You know, because it's dancing show. They, people want to see those four people, right? So it's uh, Von Frankenstein. This dude's some like six foot rip muscle dude. I don't know. I guess he's he's a hired guitarist, but he looks weird, man. He has a, he has a choker on with like Frankenstein bolts in it. And that's their shtick. Chris. Well, I know that. I know that's their <laughs> shtick, but this guy's not part of them. This guy is a hired gun. The only no, Doyle has been there since the that's, beginning. No, that's, that's not Doyle. This is Von Frankenstein. It's Doyle, Wolfgang, Von Frankenstein. Yeah. So it's Doyle. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, anyway. then, so then the other guy is who? Uh, so right now, at least on Wikipedia, the members are Glenn Danzig, Jerry Only. Jerry Only, that's the one. Okay. okay. Is yeah, Doyle Von Frankenstein the original? I believe so. Okay, then he's on human growth hormone. Look at that guy. Oh, no, dude. I'm looking at a picture of him right I'm now. I was like, that what the like, fuck is that? He looks <clears throat> like fucking the, uh, what's his name? Edward Scissorhands and fucking uh, Sly Stallone had a baby. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is that guy? So they go yeah. right into a, uh, I turned into a Martian. Yeah. He was, uh, <clears throat> he was doing a lot of talking in between the songs. Was he? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, hey, guys, what do you want to hear next? Do you want to hear this song or this song? You know, he's like, oh, you want to hear I turned into a Martian? Okay, we'll play that. He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, that's awesome, man, for a bunch of old... He's like, not bad for a bunch of old guys, right? He's like, I was talking about you. <laughs> well, right, you said, like, everyone that was showing up was... Yeah, they're dude. all old, yeah. So he's like, I was talking about you. He's <laughs> like, after the first song, he's like, not bad for a bunch of old guys. So I'm talking about you. <laughs> Although Dan Danzig's pretty fucking head looking, man. I've seen photos of that guy recently. Yeah. He's on HGH too, man. Oh, I'm sure, but he got beat by the ugly stick recently. Oh, yeah. Then they go right into uh, Vampira. Boom. They play... I'll play some of the other hits, but yeah. They did, with the encore, 28 songs. Okay, so then they go, bam... Okay, they did 20 Eyes, which, eh. That's a great song, man. Why are you, eh? Right. It's good. It's good. Don't tell me. Yeah, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Can't be on the podcast. Right. Hold on. <laughs> Hold. They had 28 songs, though. So they played for, like, again, 40 minutes? Uh, no. No, because they, like, they oh, extended they songs. They, you know, because it was a live, this was live, and they have the songs down, so they're extending them, adding, like, uh, like extra, you know, Beat, but not enough to destroy it, but just enough to like extend it to make it feel like a lot. Yeah, okay, well, let's play 20 eyes. Please do 20 eyes sometime. Bueller, Bueller, 20 <laughs> eyes. <laughs> okay, there's 20 eyes. This is a horrible recording of 20 eyes. 
Yeah, I can't hear anything. I know, it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> okay, we'll go to BAM, London Dungeon. Okay, no, we're, we, I need to play London Dungeon. Played Skull. Uh, that was their, part of their, uh, oh no, other, yeah, they played Skulls towards the end. I'm sure they did. They, have. they don't have Yes, they do. Like, uh, what do you want to hear? We got a lot of songs. It's cool seeing him, uh, seeing him do that live. <laughs> he sounded good. He, he wasn't like, like, you know, bad. It wasn't like watching the Beach Boys. Right. You know. And like, yeah, like seeing them with a great sound system behind them and Dave Lombardo on the drums. I know, man. Dude, fucking tight. I bet. Those drums are fucking sick. Yeah, Dave Lombardo's a fucking legend, dude. Yeah. Hey, yeah, awesome that he's playing. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Lombardo on the drums, man. Yeah, you could tell. It was tight. Yeah, that guy's a fucking metronome. Like. Yeah. <laughs> his time is perfect. And his drummings was just insane. He was he was doing insane change up, way more way more insane than this shit. Yeah, just crazy shit. But yeah, he put a lot behind it, man. So yeah, Dave Lombardo on drums, man. Uh, and they and they and he announced all the band members. He announced AC Slade. Awesome. Yeah, it's like an AC Slade. It's backup rhythm. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. But he didn't really come out. He was like in the shadows, man. I'm like, oh, there he is. He's Maybe like on the back the left, right next to the stacks, and he didn't move. Maybe that's the deal. Well, yeah, that's the deal. He's back up rhythm. It's their show, you know, the three guys in the front. The four guys. He's just back up the four guys. Well, that's Dave like, Lombardo's not original. But still, he's the yeah, drummer. <laughs> he's sort of like... And he's got some fucking... Yeah, people fucking cheered big time, you know, when they when he announced his name. Like, yes. He didn't do anything special. He just went, went there, bam, did his job, and left. You didn't even see him. All you did yeah. was hear him. <clears throat> well, yeah. I'm hoping that uh, there'll be another tour around this ways, and I'll get to catch them. Hopefully, they don't play on a fucking Wednesday. It would be nice if it was a Saturday or Friday. I know. Come up. Because my answer would have been completely different if it was a weekend show. I would have been. But in the middle of the week is awful hard for me. Like, I'll go to a show, a local show, on a Wednesday or a Thursday or something. But, yeah, I can't, yeah. can't drive three hours, see a show, and then drive three hours back home and be functional the next day or two. And then they went, hey, you guys want to hear something from uh, Earth AD? I'm like, yeah, sure. Bam. Like, this whole part is like, holy shit, dude. This sounded really good, too. This is probably the best the Misfits have ever sounded. Right. <laughs> you know, right? I mean, I'd like to hear uh, yeah, extra layer of guitar and the fucking Dave Lombardo drumming. Uh, yeah, it, it, ju it just adds so much to it, man. Hopefully they put out, like, a live album. That would be nice, yeah. You know, so you can hear them live. That would be nice. I, they have to be doing like a tour video, a live album. Maybe. I mean, this is the first time in a long while, I think, that, that <clears throat> Jerry Only and, and uh, Glenn Danzig and Doyle have all been in the same. That's that's why they're probably recording it. Because it might be the only time. <clears throat> they're like <clears throat> in their well, 60s, I... dude. It would be a great fucking documentary. Yeah. No, I, I, I'd watch a, a concert video for these guys right now, but yeah. hopefully they stay together for uh, at least one more go around the country. So I hopefully Bam. they do Hollywood Babylon. Awesome. Uh, the Misfits drinking game was always the worst one to play. Oh, yeah. Then uh, third to the last song. Like, hey, you guys want to hear some Where Eagles Dare? Uh, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, let's hear that. I just fucking 
pounding bass drum on that shit, dude. Like, holy shit. Dick, 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 dick. Yeah. It's the best I've ever heard the Misfits, period. It's like, oh, man, yeah. Well, considering the box set that was released back in the 90s, the one that was all coffin-shaped, the only live album they had before, was called Evil Live, and it was the shittiest recording on the face of the planet. Like, you could not hear... It just sounded like someone throwing mm. a baseball into mud over and over again. Like, then, it just didn't yeah. sound like anything. And um, it was bad. So, I, yeah, a, a professionally mixed, current, fucking live album? Yes, please, sign me up. Or just a goddamn... Uh, just a live yeah, recording of The Misfits. Watching them live is amazing. Yeah, that was awesome, man. One of the better concerts I've been to in a long time. Ah, fucker. You would have loved it, dude. You'd be like, oh my god, this sounds amazing. Oh. Yeah, dude, I would have been a fucking full chub the entire show. Like, no all yeah. the fans. I like them all. I've seen one of the four. And two, The Misfits and The Damned, I, yeah, I, I'd, I'd see The Damned headline, you know? But to see yeah. all four of those sh- bands all at once, that would have been a fucking memory to yeah it was great yeah keep keep saying that Chris it was great (laughs) then they uh boom did a uh encore bam (laughs) they did bullet she comeback attitude and we are 38 did they do American Nightmare uh, yeah, I see. No. Oh, really? It's one of my favorite songs. But nope. They did. Okay. Death Ripping, I Turned Into a Martian, Vampire, 20 Eyes, Some Kind of Hate, Hybrid Moments, Teenage from Mars, Children in Heat, London Dungeon, Mommy, Can I Go Out and Kill the Night. He had to tell people not to really do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Green Hell, which is fucking amazing. Dude, all these songs. Halloween, Astro Zombies, Skulls, Where Eagles Dare, Night of the Living Dead, Last Caress. Oh, fuck Last yeah. Last Caress. Boom. <laughs> yeah, this song's fucked up, but great song. Hey, hundreds of people chanting it. It's great. Yeah, I bet. Well, it was great because everyone knew the lyrics of the song, so everyone was chanting with the song. Same with Rancid, too. Oh yeah, everybody. You know, he was like, he was like putting the mic out to the people for the whoa with the yeah. misfits. <laughs> of course, yeah, that's yeah. the easy way to get the crowd pumped up, right? I got to whoa into the mic at misfits. Oh yeah, he was way into it, man. He was high fiving everybody. Yeah, I was like, "What's up, guys? Thank you very much." Like he was saying, "Thank you very much." Like he's leaving every after every sh- song. I'm like, "Is that it?" Well, maybe Glenn and Jerry and Doyle finally fucking buried the hatchet, man. I don't know what the bad blood was all about, but I know that they had funk for years. Oh, I'm sure they have. Money will do that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if they're making money hand over fist, they're going to be back around. Oh, definitely. It's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was an amazing show, guys. I give it a five to five eye holes, five to five ear holes, and five out of five old man rockers. <laughs> old man rockers, dude. There you go.
uh, whipping boy. Yep. By, the band is the working stiff. I guess they're blue collar. Or are they working offices? What do you think? Yeah. Offices? Uh, yeah, definitely white collar, dude. Um, <laughs> they're white collar. <laughs> and, you know, accountants and shit. Where's all the white collar accountant punks? Come on. No. Where are they? They have to. They have to be out there. We work uh, on numbers every day. Ding 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 ding. We live in cubicles. That's okay. Ding 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 ding. That could be. <laughs> we go out and drink on five o'clock every day. Ding 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 ding. And it's happy hour. That's all right. Ding 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 ding. Definitely white collar punks. Come on. I mean, one of the candidates for the Democratic presidential nomination at the moment was in a punk band when he was a high school or whatever what was the name of the punk oh shit uh let's find out uh so the candidate was beto o'rourke he's the uh oh the skateboarder yeah (laughs) look at the skate bro he was also a hacker uh apparently he was doing all the phone freaking back in the day stuff like that and on the bbs board was his band i forget so he was basically um uh uh, matthew broderick from war game uh kind of but not a nerd. So the name of his band was Foss. F O S. I don't know if it's on any Foss. F O S S. Yeah. Yep, it's right there. El Paso, Texas, 1994. Foss. Here we go. Right. Yep. God damn. Turn up the volume. Sounds dude. like the recording on an eight track with just like this. I this is 94, dude. It's almost like an 81. Jesus Christ, man. Let's go. Let's get on. Ugh. It sounds like a shitty college band on fucking 90.1. I mean, worse than that. <laughs> That sounds as good as I can play. Oh, dude, that's terrible. That's him right uh, That's him playing guitar. With the noise band. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, those noise bands were just like, oh, uh, we t- we know minor chords. And then we just make noise and then stop and make noise and stop. I fucking always hated them, man. Right? It's like you guys I, aren't playing, dude. You guys are just fucking dumb. I, I tried, but no, I ended up walking out of every club when the noise band <laughs> came off and waited till... Yeah, yeah. Somebody that's actually singing this rhythm. These guys are all playing. These guys are retarded. Sorry, guy. Yeah. I would not advertise that you were in a punk band. That is not a punk band. No, it's a shit band. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, I had never listened to it. I just Ooh. remember the news article about it. So anyway, sorry, folks. We all suffered a little bit with that. Wow, the comments. This sucks. It wow. Really- this is not punk rock. This is a bunch of bad musicians. And I mean really, really bad. I mean, by themselves, they may be great, you know? <laughs> no. Or at least no, dude, you heard that guy by himself. Really? There was always some offbeat or fucking weird bass oh, line. I wonder, if Beth, I wonder if Beto ever figured out how to tune a guitar. <laughs> nah, he didn't need to with noise. <clears throat> the fucking more horrible it sounded, the better. God, this is the shittiest band I've ever heard. Well, no, I can't say that. I've heard worse bands, but that one's pretty fucking... Guys, like, rich kids never form good bands. <laughs> well, no, Prantera, come on. Are they rich kids? I oh, yeah, dude. The, how do you think... Yeah, the, 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 the brothers The brothers were... All, the brothers' parents had a lot of... They started the uh, band. And look at uh, fucking the Donnas, that shitty band from Palo Alto. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who are they? <laughs> yeah, right. Big for like four years and disappeared and good riddance. Oh, they weren't even big. They were a flash in the fuck. They were. Uh, I, I knew two of them, and they both sucked. Yeah, exactly. I did not like them as people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why they're nowhere now. Right. But, but uh, Wow, that bass player would make a great president. 
Exactly. That's what I think. Oh man, that's horrible. Ooh. So, so what we're we talking about? Why do we bring him? Uh, up? Yeah, me. Exactly. It's Next so topic. bad we forgot what we were talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, my IQ dropped like <laughs> because of that. It's just a paranormal bing thong. Okay, well, I need to hear that one more time. Just a little bit of the beginning. It's like, okay, dude, you start the guitar, bro. Okay. All right, bro. I got this. I'm gonna start. Like, bring out a ball peen hammer and use that on the guitar. Oh no, dude. I'm gonna start off with this sick solo right here. These muted chords, muted chord solo. Okay, yeah, you got this, bro. You got this. Hell yeah, bro. Mute those chords. Yeah. I'm not muting chords. I'm just smushing my fingers over fucking chords. Is that what it's called? Muting a chord? Yeah. Dude, this right here, dude. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. There we go. Oh yeah, you got that. Oh, those pinch harmonics are sweet. I just learned how to do a pinch harmonic, but I don't really know how to do them. Oh yeah. There we go. Woo. Uh, now I don't know how to play anything. I can't play anything. I don't know where we're at. Where are we at? Uh, everyone's playing different instruments at the same time, but on different timings. I don't know what's going on. Do you remember that toy when we were kids? Uh, it connected it to your hose. It had a whole <laughs> bunch of little arms that like wiggled around yeah. from pressure. It, that's what the drummer said. Like they just set one of those things up on a drum kit and let it go crazy. It is just oof. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, no, it sounds like when you have one of those drum machines, you're just smashing on it, you know? There's, you know oh, you're just like, you know? That's what it sounds like. Program buttons. This one's yeah, there. and you're just hitting them with your fist, and they all go yeah. at the same time. Or you're like, you flipped it over so all the buttons are facing down, and you're just mashing it into the concrete. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, dude. Fuck them. <laughs> not it's terrible. He's not gonna be our president. Not with that video. Sorry, that's as bad as the yell. That's his yell video, dude. Sorry. No, that's worse than the yell. It, that's way worse than. The <laughs> you yell. think that's what the. <laughs> yeah, Howard Dean. Yeah. <laughs> like a fucking yeah. eagle on Quaaludes. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to go to Kansas and we're going to go to Maine and we're going to go to New Hampshire and yeah. People are like, oh my God. Do that or he got a hot poker right up the ass. Dude. Right at that moment. Oh man, yeah. That was hilarious. All right, what do you got? Before I rate uh, my first move. Um, good news or bad news? Uh, bad news. Oh. <laughs> um, so as we called about a year ago, uh, MoviePass is shuttering operations as oh. of tomorrow, September 14th. I just saw that, yeah. No more MoviePass, folks. Oh, well, I'll just delete the app now. Money for days and uh, bye-bye. It's done. Yeah, they're, they're going to sell all of the assets whatever those are for uh, uh for movie pass and apparently they own movie phone now too i didn't know that but uh who calls movie phone i'm deleting movie pass right now three two one. and it's like it never existed it's gone. yeah so movie pass is done over with uh their shitty business model uh lasted about 18 months and uh i'm sure a lot of investors are probably pissed off right now because well they- Find the next Facebook or whatever. Well, it was too good to be true, you know, for, oh, I can go to oh, 500 movies a day. You know, people just abuse the shit out of it. So I blame everyone abusing it. You know, going, hey, I'll go to one, two movies a day. Now people are like, I can go to 500 movies for free. So 
You know, and it was a stupid model that would have never worked. The way it is now with other uh, movie places, I think it's working better. Like with the AMC Movie Pass, bam, you have three tickets. Oh, uh, you can use it in any movie you want. You know, what's the other one? I mean, it was a kick in the pants for the theaters to actually get some kind of rewards program going that did something, you know? Yeah. Or some reason to get people to put their asses in the theater seat because they'll buy concessions or whatever it is. That's one good thing it did do, was, was get all these special movie pass stuff set up, and every, every theater now has their own type of pass, or, oh, hey, for eight ninety nine a month, like I'm paying for for Cinemark, and I'm paying uh, AMC movie pass. Those are the two. I'm paying money for it because I go to them so frequently. Yeah, I was going to say, as long as it makes sense for you, why the hell not? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. The If patronizing a particular fucking theater gets you bonus point, you know, free popcorn or fucking movie tickets or whatever, then it's worth it. Yeah, let's see. You, on, know, you on go my, to the movies enough. Yeah, you need on, something to help fucking <clears throat> offset the cost. On my A-list, since June, how much do you think I've saved? Total savings since July of 2016. 16? Oh, fuck, dude. I've saved... Uh, I've saved I'll tell you. I saved... I saved $1,671.67. Well, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I have zero rewards. I have 4,200 points. I just used my $5. I have a $5 reward I can activate right now towards a ticket purchase, which I didn't know about. I never checked this. I always forget. Uh-huh. So I could have bought a ticket for cheaper. I have... Uh, but yeah, I've been a member since it opened in 2016. I have Ad Astra tickets right now uh, for um, Prime. I'm not going to go up to the um, IMAX. Uh, let's see. Yeah, A-list. And I have two more. I have two available right now. So I can go to any movie right now. I, have two. I could go to Rambo if I wanted to, but I already have tickets. I'm waiting for a better theater. It's not playing in Prime because of uh, Downtown Abbey. Let's put that in Prime. Yeah, that'll sound great. Da- Wait, what? The TV show? Yes. They're making a movie. And oh. they're putting it in the be- the second best theater in the fucking uh, in the uh, yeah in the theater. Uh, why? <sighs> because it's more expensive. One, they know it will sell out, so they're trying to rake in those cash the dollars. Rambo would sell out. Yeah. Prime opening night. So I'm waiting for it to come on sale at the Icon. So I'm thinking, hopefully, it'll be in at least one of their three big theaters. So I can see it in some decent sound. But uh, yeah, that's first world problems. But uh, yeah, so and I have uh, Alamo Drafthouse app I used to buy shit with. And, but I'm not paying. F- I'm signed up for their uh, for their program, but I'm not in yet. So, But I use their app. I have a Galaxy app. That's for uh, Sparks Reno. And I have Adam. Have you used Adam at all? Chris, I have been to, I think, exactly two movies this year. Uh, well, well, Adam's like, eh, I don't like it. I should I should just delete it. Sometimes so, they have special, but sometimes they have special deals that you can buy tickets for. Like, oh, the Aquaman tickets went on sale on Adam for. So it's just good to have in the background. I guess I'm going to see uh, what is it? Three from Hell Monday. So next week nice. is going to be Three from Hell, Rob Zombie's movie Monday, and then uh, I'll rate that on Wednesday show. And then uh, after that, that same week, I'm going to see Rambo and Ad Astra. Nice. Yeah, M's like, oh, don't you want to see Ad Astra on Thursday night? No. I don't care about Brad Pitt in space. I want to see Rambo shooting Mexicans in the face. I don't <laughs> care about Brad Pitt in space. I want to see Rambo shooting Mexicans in the face. I don't know. Ad Astra looks pretty interesting. I well, yeah, the I have tickets for Ad Astra. It, it looks trippy, but, you know, what, what are you going to pick first? I'd pick Rambo over Ad Astra. I know what Ad Astra is going to be. It's going to be a 
two-hour melodrama. I'm in space. Where's my dad? Okay, <laughs> here's some aliens. Okay, I'm shooting. You know what I mean? It'll look beautiful, sound cool. I know what I'm getting into, but uh, I've been with Rambo since I was a child. And let's see, true. let's see if he dies. Bo, uh, people are calling him Grambo, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, HGH bro is probably more accurate. <laughs> yeah, HGH Grambo. No, just HGH. HGH... Oh, yeah, Grambo coming to a theater near you. Okay, all right, guys. Um, okay, so do the uh the movie. Am I recording? Yes, I am. The okay, here we go. Excellent. Have, uh, have, what movie? <clears throat> I have. Sorry about bad. that. What? I said that's pretty bad. Okay, here we go. Uh, the movie. Bam. Oh, we'll just get it out of the way right now. It out of the way. Uh, it. Chapter. Two. I don't know. Okay, first one was amazing. Okay, I gave it four to five, and five out of five, I think I gave it. Uh, this one didn't quite do as well for me. Um, it was good, it wasn't great, but whatever, it's it. It was better than the TV show. I don't know how people compare the TV show to anything. That thing was awful. Oh. It's, it's all there really is at this point? Or up until this point? Well, yeah, well, there was the book. I remember, uh, I was trying to think. It came, when, when did It come out, the book? When did the book It come out? I'm trying to think. Um, see if I can look it up. Yeah, It itself. It chapter two. It chapter two. Uh, I like the first soundtrack better, so I'm sticking. Okay, so, let's see. It chapter two is, I don't know, starring. Okay, let's go through the star. Uh, God damn, where'd it go? Starring. Uh, starring. Okay, it chapter two, starring. Oh my God, what's oh, guy? Jessica Chastain, uh, James McAvoy, Bill Hader, Aishamanafa Mustafa, or Aisha Mustafa, Izai, oh whatever. Jay Ryan, oh as uh, Mike, uh, Bill Hader as Richie Tozer, uh, James McAvoy as Bill Degabong, uh, Beverly Marsh, Jessica Chastain of course, uh, Eddie Kaversbrack is James Ransone, uh, Andy Bean is Stanley, Bill Sarsgaard is Pennywise. Uh, biggest complaint, the kids grew up too fast. They they tried to de- they even de-aged these kids. Make them look younger, it didn't work. Sorry. You can't okay. fool me. No, you can't fool me. The kids looked horrible like, hey, how's it going? Oh, uh, what? Uh, it's Pennywise. Yeah, remember when I was scared? I'm like 40 now. <laughs> you know how kids like fucking like between the ages of like 9 and 12, they're just like, Aah! you know, all kids, they they grow really fast and they look different within like three years, right? So it's like, come on, you know, these, yeah, ki these I mean, kids, what? I don't remember the timeline in the book, though. I thought it was a fairly long time between. Well, it is. It's 27 years. So if they're 10, they'd be... 37 but they do flashbacks in the movie and the kids have grown up since 2017 right so the flashbacks don't quite work oh, wait the original it was set in 2017 no no i'm saying the original it came out in 2017 oh. the kids were younger chubbier you know what i mean and then they show flashbacks in it too and it doesn't work they use the same child actors yes. in flashbacks yes. but they're older looking now and yeah i got you. okay and it doesn't no, work i caught i caught it I'm, I'm there with you now. It's all good. Uh, so I don't know. That that takes me out of the movie. It wasn't as scary. There's a gay bashing in the beginning, just like in the book. You know, they beat up the gay guy. Yeah, that everyone was about, even though the book's 30-something years old. What was happening? Um, 
I said there uh, there was a controversy about that opening scene. Was there? Yeah. Uh, at least on Twitter, people were, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. Well, Twitter uh, doesn't count as real people anymore. Uh, probably Twi- not. Twitter's just reactionary idiots. Yeah. That's all Twitter is That's now. Probably true. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, Twitter's reactionary idiots. And, uh... You know, again, it, it's a book that's like 30-something years old. Yeah, that was in the book. You might have wanted to read the book before you went to see the movie. Yeah, well, I'm of sure course. it's on Kindle. Well, just like we were saying like a couple of weeks ago, everyone just reads the headlines. It's like, oh my yeah. God, they're calling a guy a faggot and beating him up. Read the book. Okay, come on. It's in the book. And so that, that was cool. They just beat the shit out of this dude. Uh, it was brutal. It's a horror movie. Come on, what do you expect? I'm going to a horror movie, and I want people to sit down and have tea. You know, it's, I don't want my horror to be too brutal. They you have know? to cuddle. They, they have to cuddle. Yeah, no, this isn't fucking um, Scream. Okay, <laughs> this isn't. Oh, I grew up with Scream. That was my horror movie. <laughs> you know, Scream was Scream was a fun movie, and it was great, but it was like a poppy teen horror flick. It wasn't yeah. real horror. And Let's let's be honest. Like Stephen King, uh, around the time it was written, was at his darkest. Yeah. Like, what year did it come out? Uh, the you book. Know, it's a really damn good question. That's what I was gonna Hold ask on. you. I had to go like eighty one, eighty. I would say early eighties. Yeah, I think um, that's um, a, excellent guess. Nineteen eighty six. It's eighty six. Okay. Yeah. September fifteenth. So like two days. Whoa. Wait, that's yeah. like the 25th anniversary, if I'm, I didn't do math at all. So, okay, so 25th anniversary of It. Uh, let's see. So, I'm bad at math. It's 30. Uh, th- <laughs> oh, there this we go. is why I am not in any way a mathematician. 33 years. At least we're not going to space with your math. Yeah. Oh, or no, no, or no. mine. We'd end up in the middle of the sun. Or mine. We'd end up like past I Mars. Like, yeah, it's 400 million light years. Wait, what? We'd be asking Borg for directions if it was up. It would be bad. Okay, so it too. Let's see what yeah. happens with it. Uh, $70 million budget made $100 million over the weekend. No, it made $90 million. It won, made twice as much. No, not twice as much, but a lot more opening weekend. It won, made as much. Uh, I predicted that one making $100 million. It won, made $123 million. Or I think during its run. Yeah, opening weekend. And uh, one, Chris. What? Opening weekend or its whole run? I was getting confused, that's all. Uh, it Chapter 2 is uh, $91 million. Oh, this is the top 10. Sorry, top 10 uh, horror movies, I think. Number 3 is Halloween at $76 million. That was a horrible. Horrible ween. The recent one? Yeah. 2018 was horrible. The remakes are going to be just as fucking... Or the new ones they're making are going to be just as fucking bad. Um, if they're yeah, going... the last new Halloween movie I watched was the first Rob Zombie. Oh, well, that, that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly my point. Uh, yeah. The original Halloween, last Halloween. But... So yeah, the 2018 Halloween made 76. Us made 71 million. The Nun, 53 million. Uh, that's number five. Number six, Paranormal Activity at 52 million. Number seven, Conjuring, which is a horrible horror movie. People are like, oh, that movie is terrifying. That movie is so scary. I can't watch it. It's not good. Hey, hey back up for a sec. I actually Beep. watched Beep. Us. Beep. Beep. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I watched a horror movie. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no, I watched Us a couple... I like that shit. That was what? Yeah, I know. I'm getting some feedback and echo. Uh-uh. But, but uh, Us was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. It was freaky and weird and disturbing all at once, but there were some moments that were also funny in a weird way. Maybe that speaks to me more than the movie, but um, 
No, I I enjoyed it. I'd give it a three and a half out of five uh, croaky voice. Uh, croaky. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, so uh, okay. See. Uh, okay, that's so. It. Chapter two. What's going on? I don't know. They're running around. <clears throat> there's weird special effects going on. There's a baby spider. There no. There's a fly with a baby head that comes out. Uh, that comes out. There's an old lady that attacks her. Uh, uh, it chapter two spoilers, guys. If you've read the book, uh, eighty three or. Er, uh, he turns into the spider, but not fully. He still has his head. Uh, it's not as creepy. It's not as well done. The movie's almost three hours long. Way too long. Uh, it doesn't work. They they show, like, they do the whole, instead of the space turtle, they do something else where he sees where it came from. Uh-huh. Uh, it's been here for thousands of years. And yeah, it landed. Boom, it's light. They never explain, you know, how the book is. Then, uh, does the book explain why 27 years? Uh, not that I recall, but it has been a long time since I read It. Okay. I probably read It when I was 22. <laughs> I haven't read it since because I don't, I don't own a copy, but I did read it, and I don't recall. I don't think so. But I will say that if you read all of Stephen King, the bad guy in every single book, whoever that ends up being, is supposed to be the same bad guy. Like, it's all supposed to be a shared unit. So and it is the same person as the bad guy in Thinner? Yeah, and The Stand and um, The Dark Tower. So how is it the same person? Um, so, it get, I mean, there's so much lore to go into if you really want to, but essentially he's called the Crimson King, and he's the epitome of evil in the universe, or the multiverse. Uh-huh. And every single Stephen King book is supposed to connect back to the Dark Tower universe in some way through that Dark Tower. Hopefully it doesn't uh, attach itself back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man. I haven't even watched that fucking gunslinger fucking movie. I was so depressed about hearing that. Yeah, it's not good. You might like it because you've read the books. But for me, I'm just like, no. I don't know. No, because from what you said, they changed so much materially that it's no longer the same story. And part of the reason I love those books is the fucking universe that Stephen King built. And it sounds like they bent that universe over a barrel and fucking fucked it up the ass dry. Okay, so here's my rating for It, guys. It Chapter 2. It was okay. It wasn't as scary. I I don't know. The kids didn't jive with me. The acting wasn't that great. People are like, oh my god. Uh, Homeboy was great. What's his face? Barry. He was alright. Okay, three Uh, to... Bill, Bill Hader? Bill Hader. Three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, three to five touchy dads. Ew. Uninteresting extra scenes. Okay, there was a thing homage where the things pop out and pop on the head, and there's like, oh my god, what the fuck? And at the very end of the movie, he's writing his typewriter. He's basically Stephen King, um, James McAvoy. And he's he's yeah. typing in his typewriter, and he's uh, and he's in the same um, room as the end of Standby. I don't think anyone's well, like, caught that. But what? what's up? Stephen King does work himself into his own stories, and he also oh he's uh, in the movie too as a cameo. So uh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> he, I think he's been in a lot of what he's. He wasn't in it. Uh, he's in part two. Well, but he's in. Chapter, he's in what? Uh, he's uh, he's in chapter two. Yeah, he's uh, in chapter two, but he's not in chapter one. So, uh, but there's a whole chunk uh, of one of the Dark Tower books where Stephen King is interacting with his characters. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a weird metaphysical moment. It's pretty cool. Kind of <clears throat> clunky, but it works. And fine, whatever. You know, that's the way you want to take the story. Go for it, I guess. Um, well, sort of like he is in his movies. Right. Right? Exactly. He's interacting with his characters. Yeah. They plops himself right in there. It's like, hey, it's me. 
I'm Stephen King. You're just like, wow, he got old. That was my first thought. Yeah. Oh, man. I follow my photos of him fairly. Yeah, he tweets yeah. too much. That's why I stopped following Same with, like, Kevin Smith. I stopped following him. He tweets too much. <laughs> it's just flooding. I'm like, stop. <laughs> Boom. How do I kill it? Yeah. I mute so many people on Twitter. It's not even funny. Okay. He is fucking... I don't know. The game finally spoiled the whole game. You don't care. I'm telling you now, guys. Fast forward about 10. You don't want to hear spoil. Leads up from, like... Right to the very word has JD. You don't know why J like you wouldn't know why everyone's mad at JD because he ordered Nope. Oopsie. That's yeah. always a win. Yeah, ordered an airstrike on the civilians just because just to be a corp or why JD how because he was he was the beacon and then he lost the trap and the hammer died accidentally hit. And ever wonder how Marcus got his scar? You ever wonder how Marcus got uh, Okay, so then <laughs> <laughs> No, it's in it's in the book. He got it from a dog bite. Nah. Not That's in the book. Really a dog bite, dude. That's on his fucking eye. Yeah, not not in the not in, he was it's in the book called the slab. Uh, they would let dogs out. They would lock everybody up, and if you weren't in your yard at the time, they let the dogs out, and they'd kill. So the dogs would come out, and they'd be running around the yard at night. Oh, that's... So you know that's how it happened. Gears right. Five. That's how you get your face nodded. Yeah. So this one is Gears Five, starring Mark Hate, uh, uh, Cole, or uh, yeah, Cole, no, yeah, Coltrane. Bear. Coltrane, yeah. Yeah, the Cold Train, Baird. They're not even starring in it. There's like side, side. Kate and uh, uh, Kate, Marcus, and uh, Dell, and JD. JD's barely in it. He's in it in the last act. So, first act, you start off, hey, how's it going? Bam, you're JD in the first act. Shoot a lot of people. You kill a lot of things. Um, and then by the time. You would expect from a Gears game. Yeah. You know, the shooting looks amazing. Uh, the, the opening shot of the movie, or the movie, the game, is you dropping in from a helicopter into this uh, tropical cave. Looks amazing to showcase the, and uh, it's the best looking Xbox game right now. Which is usually the case until the next uh, Microsoft title comes out. Or Gears game. Gears has always been a showcase game. I would uh, agree with that. Yeah. They've always had the sharpest graphics, or some of the sharpest graphics on uh, Xbox. For a shooter, yeah. Uh, I think that's the best looking shooter out there. Uh, let me I think. mean, I'm not the best judge because I haven't really sat down to uh, play any adult games in uh, <clears throat> like three, four months. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good shooter. It's a best third person shooter out Come there. Come on! Well, uh, that I can agree with. Yeah, sure. it's so good. Uh, Doctor Disrespect can't even play it. That's how complicated <laughs> hey, it is. He can't play it. He tried to figure out how to play it. Uh, he was saying the game's crap. And then his viewers watching it going, this game sucks. You know, he doesn't know how to play it. Yeah, he has 40,000 people watching him, right? He's like, what's going on here? What's going on? And people are telling him to wall bounce or telling him to slide rolling around. And yeah, he just didn't know how to play the game. And it makes the game look bad when you have somebody with 40,000 followers who's really good at all these other first-person shooters, right? Like he's killer at fucking all those other games, Fortnite and Call of Duty and all those other games. He comes on this game, he's like, what the fuck? I don't know what I'm doing. <clears throat> he's yelling, he's frustrated. I thought it was pretty funny. I still haven't, I'm, I'm not done watching. But to be honest, I mean, Gears is a different set of tactics and uh, motion than any other shooter out there. I mean, I call it chess with guns. I mean, that's fair. It is all about position and good cover and timing, uh, but it, it's just not a run and gun kind of game no. in the same way that, like, Call of Duty or a Battlefield no. or any other shooter really is. So I could probably pick up Gears 5 and do all right. I mean, I would get my ass handed to me, but I would get some kills. Yeah. But if you're used to playing 
I don't know, fuck, Fortnite or PUBG, those third-person shooter type games. Um, and you're yeah, treating you're it like that, yeah. To gears, like bad. Yeah, and he was getting his ass handed to him in gears in the multiplayer. He didn't know how to, sh to use the shotgun. He didn't know how to shoot. Yeah, it's all about angles and slides. It's a it's a weird game. You know, it's uh, easy to learn, hard to master. You know, that's that's gears in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, because I come across people, I'm like, what the fuck? They're like on speed. They're basically bouncing back and forth without hitting it. We'll just like, you know. I've seen the video. I've never experienced it in the game, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen I'm just like, God damn it. One of the, So I, I never go against. I just run and kill everybody else except that guy. Right. That's the guy you run from. Everyone else is fair game. Well, yeah, because yeah. he's sliding so fast. He shoots you. You didn't even see him shoot you. You're like, what? Huh? You're just looking at him sliding. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I dead all of a sudden? Yeah, I yeah. love shooting those guys. Okay, so the tr so the game so the um the story took me about eight hours to finish, which isn't bad. And that was with so you boom you go to JD and then JD uh, they split off and you meet up with Kate and Kate and Dell go off on their own adventure on a skip. Okay, that's a wind powered fucking little machine. Where she's, you know, she, you've seen the trailer, right? At least you've seen the commercial. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, look up uh, Gears 5 skip. Okay. So it's a wind powered machine, has a surfboard on the end. It's weird to describe. And, uh, and then it has like a parachute, like a glider and it uses the air and floats around. So it's an open world from that point on, like a, you know, an open world ish. It has points so you, and there's, and there's hidden points around. So uh, unlike, unlike it. Uh -huh. Sorry, just, I, I'm wrapping my head around open world Gears of War. Yeah, it's open world-ish, to where you open on the, you land on the skiff. You go, okay, let's go over here. Bam, there's a mission over here, and there's and that opens up one, two, three, or four um, question marks. So you go to the question marks, and those will unlock um, upgrades for your Jackbot. Okay, so your Jackbot is works. What now? Yeah, you have upgrades for your jackpot. So, <clears throat> jackpot? Yeah, <clears throat> you know What's jackpot. Jack it's the robot that they've been using since Gears One. Like jacks, open this door. I, I just forgot they were called jackbots, and that's well, jacks is his name, and then there's a Dave, and there's uh, another one. I forget. Dave yeah. is actually in the book that I was I was listening to the audio book. And then, and he's in this game, but he kills himself. Or no, yeah, he's all fucked up, so they have to give him this new um, one. Yeah, I, I'm just still giggling because it's called a Jack. Yeah, Jackspot. No, his name's Jax. It's not Jackbot. Oh, well, damn it. His name's Jack. So Jax is a playable character now, and if you play three people. But you can soup him up, so he runs around. You soup up his stun, so he electrocutes the, um, the enemies until, like, I have him now until they explode. He was like, you build that up. You can build up a shield. He can uh, he can hijack uh, enemies, and they attack the other enemy for you. That's kind of useful, yeah. That's always a fun skill to uh, um, use against other people. Yeah, so you send him out, and then you go, Jax, shock trap. So he'll shoot a shock trap out. So when the, uh, when the locust or the swarms start coming, boom, it opens up, and it has like a bunch of little things circling around him. Shock. So it slows him down so you can keep shooting at him. Right. Because uh, there's some big motherfuckers in this one. There's guys called the Warden, and they have uh, two uh, the, the batons that they use. I forget. They're just basically sticks with spikes on the end. And they, uh, they come yeah. charging at you, and they're all over the place. Like, oh, my God, it's a Warden. There's like, and you have to shoot the helmet off their head. Then you have to shoot at their head, but while they're charging at you. So you come across them a lot. 
And then you come across Warden. Oh, it's a Warden with a shield on him. So you have to kill the thing with the shield around it. You know, that type of uh, yeah. that movie. I, I remember Gears 3 fairly clearly. Well, Ge- Gears never had a Warden. And Gears never had a shield on any of their guys. It was, yeah, they, they tend to change up all their characters every game and their weapon. From what I've noticed, you know, there's classic Gears weapons in there. And there's an achievement for using all of them, like the Torque Bow and the Grinder. Right, you're never gonna get rid of the lancer or the torque bow or fucking the quad barrel. Yeah, no, that quad barrel. Oh, is it? Yeah, I yeah. thought that was conic enough to stick around. No, huh. that was too cheap, and everyone hated it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they had, um, yeah, they took it out of competition. So no, the shotgun is perfect now. Not per. Yeah, I think it is. I think it works really good when the connection's good. I was getting a lot of kills. We were whooping people's asses today on King of the Hill to where there's a ice bound map and uh, you can shoot out the ice. So you basically, there's a king of the hill thing, shoot out the ice all around it and they can't run up to the hill. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Boom, that's the way to do it. So we had people on both sides shooting at the ice and none of them could creep up on the hill. So that's guaranteed spot as long as you capture it and shoot out all the Well, no, so they, can go a long, they can go around the long way, but we'll kill them coming up the alleyway and the behind. So they're okay. like, oh, well. So- there's a choke point, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Nice. oh, yeah. The maps are great on uh, on online. It feels good when you're winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you know, I've thought about buying Borderlands 3 and uh, Gears 5 both because um, they came out in the last couple weeks, but... Um, you can get Game Pass for six weeks for the price of one. Six I months. Just, I fuck, dude. I just haven't had the will to play games. I don't know. I'm, I'm know. catching up on movies and books and uh, TV shows right now. And I don't know. Just not in the gaming. Uh, probably not. I, uh, for some reason, I'm gaming a lot recently. Control. I'm, I'm halfway through that. But let's see. Gears 5. Let me think. Um, I was going to say, good? the reason you're gaming a lot right now is because Gears 5. Well, yeah. Well, no, I finished, like, Devil May Cry. I finished Blair Witch. Well, but those uh, aren't long. Devil May Cry is, like, 10 hours at That's least. That's a long game. No, but it's decent. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else in Gears? Oh, the gra- the cutscenes are amazing to the point to where sometimes you don't even notice that you're in a cutscene. You're like, oh, it started already? You know, you think oh, you're still in the cutscene. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I remember that with Gears 3. I mean... <clears throat> this one, yeah. it's, like, some new technology they're using to where... Uh, the same graphics that are in the cutscene are in the actual game. There's no it, difference between... Which is awesome. I mean, yeah. you know, again, give me a hyper-realistic shooter, but give me hyper-realistic damage. You shoot someone in the shoulder, the arm, the wherever, and that's no longer usable. Well, that's like five years down the line. <laughs> uh, I think we were talking about this on the third or fourth show that I was ever on, Chris. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's been on my wish list for a long time. Make it really realistic as fuck. It'll happen eventually. You know, I'm not so confident anymore, though. With all the gun violence and everything, I don't think a hyper-realistic shooter is going to be welcome. It will be. I think it, I think it will be more welcome because uh, people will be tired of being nerfed. And it's going to just be an explosion of ultra-violence. <laughs> Maybe. I, yeah, I, yeah I just it'll be a backlash. It'll be a backlash to all the nerfing of everything. People will go the opposite. You know, it always does. It always ebbs and flows that way. That is true. I just don't know that we're at a uh, ebb. I don't think we're at the high point of fatigue of gun violence right now. Everyone's fucking pissed off about it. Well, no, no, not fatigue, but I'm saying companies will still make games that are anti-gun or that are gun heavy. Like uh, Gears, 
Right. Uh, yeah. But come no, on. shooters are never going to die. You're absolutely right. You're not going to have a Modern Warfare 2 airport scene ever. Mm, uh, you, you might. It just won't be soon, I don't think. No, yeah. It won't be soon. But yeah. Even back then, people were like, oh, that's pretty cool. But you have the option to kill or not. Right. I didn't pull the trigger when I played through it. I did. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, die! Die, yeah, you, you stupid you passengers! Always play the dark side, and I always play the light side. And <laughs> I that's know. Fine. Um, but, uh, yeah. I mean, what I don't think will happen is, like, the hyper-realism I'm picturing, where, like, say it's a Call of Duty kind of game, right? Just first-person shooter, vanilla, whatever. Um, but you shoot someone in the belly, and they drop down to the ground, and they writhe around until they bleed out um but you shoot someone in the arm and all of a sudden they can only use a single uh, arm weapon like a pistol or fucking something small right yeah uh, or you shoot them in the leg and all of a sudden they're limping everywhere so they move super slow and it affects their aim and all that kind of good stuff uh, that that's the kind of stuff i'm talking about and i, I just don't think that that no no but with gears 5 well you can do that in gears 5 uh the closest you can come to it is you can pop people in the head in arcade mode really fast with any pistol. as long as you get like two or three good shots in their head their head pops off uh, i but saw there's well. always been head pop up <clears throat> but arcade is more a lot a lot more kid friendly it's a lot easier for people that don't play gears to get into it. like i was saying before yeah you can lancer people down really fast People die a lot faster, less bullets. Because when I first played it, I'm like, what is it? You can't wall bounce constantly. There's like, <laughs> there's like a, almost a meter to it. It's weird. Huh. That does change the game a bit. Yeah, you can wall bounce, but you can't be like, you know? Yeah, you can't ping pong all over the place. Like. No. Yeah. But, uh, okay, the other game mode I played besides the story, <clears throat> which the story was very good. Uh, yeah, you go around on the skiff, you uh, pick up, um, like I've said before, items. For Jax, you soup them up, you know, with health. So there's like a little RPG element there, and then and then you go to all these different locations, sort of semi-open world element where you go to different locations, grab stuff, and come back. But at mm -hmm. each location, you know, oh my God, there's this happening. Oh my God, you know, it's like any right. of these games. So I think it's going to expand the uh, universe and make it a lot. I think the next one's going to be even more intense as far as story goes and as far as uh, everything else moves forward. They leave it open-ended, of course. I will say one. that I'm intrigued by an open-world gear. Um, if, if it's like a, a slimmed-down, stripped-down version of GTA or, or any Elder Scrolls game or, you know, uh, Far Cry Now. Well, no, um, it's just basically you go on a skiff. There's a place, bam, you stop. Go over here, walk up, bam, do that mission, come back. Go on the skiff, okay. go over here, you know. And I think there's hidden stuff out there, but, huh. you know. I, it just sounds intriguing. I mean, for me, with games now i i like to have a universe or a world or something to explore i i don't like being led around by the nose you know i i, mm -hmm. I think i've made my opinions clear on this show many times but um give me a map to and give me stuff to do in that map well, yeah, i'm but, a happy camper well, exactly this is more of a story that's been being told since like one so it's a continuation of a story campaign that's been linear since the beginning and they're sort of doing something different with it which I think is really cool. Uh, it plays differently. Uh, the battles are more exciting now. They're not just the same mix-up. You can mix up all this different stuff. Uh, you can put a shield in front of you. You can, uh, yeah, you can hijack the other locusts. You can have Jax run around and shock them all. Jax goes out and picks up weapons for you from the battlefield. 
you point mm. out weapons and it'll bring them back to you. So say a boomer dies out there, you grab his boom shot. That's um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it makes it a lot more fun. And the the levels look amazing. The graphics are amazing. I think it's top notch. Uh, I think it should be a 10 out of 10 as far as uh, games go. Just for the multiplayer, uh, well, which people are rating it, they're playing it a 9 out of 10, which is still good. Yeah, but I'm for still how, an A, dude. <laughs> but for how much the game offers, uh, I think it's because people don't play Gears and they'll play it, you know, like they would play a first person shooter. That's what yeah. I think. Which you cannot do in Gears. <clears throat> no. It does not play like a first person shooter in any way. <clears throat> And never has, honestly. I mean, Gears 1 was a, a, a revolution in multiplayer because of the fact that it was completely different than any other game that was out there. Yeah. I mean, at the time, it was Battlefield, Halo, and fucking Call of Duty, right? Those were the big... And then Gears popped up, and all of a sudden, it was like, oh, we can do this in a different way. Yeah, so it was a cover-based shooter, and people aren't used to that. Third-person cover-based shooter that Dr. Disrespect can't get used to. So now all of his fans think the game sucks because he can't play it. That's so weird, right? That's like a hive mentality, right? Our leader cannot play the game, therefore it sucks. I, I mean, when I'm looking at a game, let's just say I've never played Gears before. Watch a skilled player play it. That's where you like, okay, this is how it's exactly. played. Exactly. Like, I, I, you know, let, let's just say I never played Gears, but I saw a trailer and I was like, huh, this game looks pretty wild. I, I want to try it. Um... I would go and and I would watch several people play the game and until I found someone who was decent at it yeah. and just try and get a sense of what was going on. I mean, that's the nice thing about YouTube, Twitch, Mixer, whatever platform you prefer is that you don't have to wait for a demo. You don't have to wait for a review. You can see it in action and get a sense if it's something you're in. Yeah. And, you know, no disrespect, Dr. Disrespect, but uh, <laughs> maybe you should watch other people's streams and see if it's a game you're into. Because if you're a Call of Duty guy... He's a Call of Duty guy. That's a problem. Yeah. Gears is not going to be your fit. He's just sitting there going, damn it, what am I doing wrong? He's like rolling into shotguns. He's like, what am I doing? Not sliding. He's just rolling around, rolling left and right, and just getting shot in the head every time. Yeah. So... And Oh, well. And that would be frustrating. I don't disagree with that part, but um, fucking educate yourself, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. All these Gears people. been around for, what, almost 20 years now? No, 12. Really? Only 12? Yeah, because oh. it came out in 2006. Yeah. 13. 13 years. 13 gears old. Um, but regardless, it's been around for a while. There have been a number of iterations of the game, which are all cover-based third-person shooters and have done it by and large the same so it's an easy matter to go hmm i think i'll watch some youtube videos of gears 4 or you know whatever or yeah. unfamous dr disrespect let me ask for a fucking screener copy early so i can be on my game when the shit starts yeah exactly uh, well no he just got on late that's a problem uh, well, yeah I no ab absolutely but don't blame the game no yeah the game's amazing it plays awesome it plays the best ever uh the guns feel good for now, until they tweak them more, I guess. I don't know what they're going to do. People are Power saying the Lancer's too overpowered. I like it. It actually does some damage, because before you could put a whole clip into somebody and they wouldn't drop. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, they, they work pretty well. People are saying they're overpowered. I remember unloading, like, two clips into people in Gears 2 and them not going down. <laughs> they're just like a bullet sponge. It was well, Gears ridiculous. 2 sucked. I know. That was their I'm downfall. Yeah, it really was a, a stinker of a game. Um, the multiplayer sucked. Ugh. 
The story was fun. Yeah, the story was great. The multiplayer was so bad. Yep. So, uh, but I remember like the Lancer being hit or miss in uh, how well it was executed in game. Yeah, now so, they have. Uh, I'm actually glad to hear that it just a few bullets and people are going down. Not a few. I mean, not a few. It's a lot. It's just not like as many as before. Kind of deal, or? Uh, it depends. If the guy's jumping around and not getting hit by all the bullets, I don't know. A full clip into somebody, yeah, that'll drop you. But if you're jumping around and not every bullet is hitting you from that clip, he's not going to probably go down. You know, unless he's running straight at you and you're shooting him, then it most likely he'll go down. But that's just a dumb move. But people do it. Uh, I've seen it. I've done it to people. They come running right at me. Like, all right, little motherfucker. That's it. Kate Diaz style. So, so, uh, one of the bosses took me an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, damn. Uh, he was pretty tough. I was playing with Pinpoint Red from GFNG. He had to give up. Uh, he started like swearing. So he's like, dude, I got to get out of here, dude. I got to come. I got to take a break, man. I got to calm down. So he gave up. I'm like, fuck that. So I finished it by myself. Uh, I got through it. But it, it, it took a while. It took me out yeah, like a, a little over an hour and a half, I think, to beat that motherfucker. One, this one beat. Uh, well, there you go. There you know. You want a challenge. And that's on like uh, like medium. You know, it's not even on insane. It's it's a tough game. Uh, okay, so that part was tough. Uh, and past that, it was all like downhill. You know, it was like the, I think that was the last chapter. So you start off in the snow, blah, blah, blah. Get a bunch of stuff from the snow people. Not the snow people, but like a bunch of bases out in the snow. You turn on generators so you can launch a rocket. Basically what you're doing. Um, and then on the snow. No, 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 no. The, the third act is when you have to put the rocket together and launch up into space to get the uh, Hammer of Dawns up. So you, so you can use the Hammer of Dawn towards the end of the game. It blows up a lot of stuff. There's a huge Kraken. Uh, Name Philip? Uh, yeah, Philip McCracken. Yeah. And uh, he's a huge, like, desert worm or some shit. I don't know what the fuck it is. Channeling Dune a little bit? Uh, no, it has uh, tentacles and shit and a big mouth, like a dinosaur with, like, weird horns around it. That's, like, the big beast. Uh, you shoot rail guns into that thing. You know, anytime anyone mentions a giant desert worm, I th I'm going to think of Dune. Well, yeah, of course. There's uh, no way. Well, yeah, just like in, uh, yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, there's not. It's very, yeah, it's very Dune-like. But this thing crushes a bunch of stuff, and you have to shoot its tentacles. Little hole. You have to shoot the holes on its tentacles, and weird fucking swarm like these weird. Um, they've been going out throughout the game. Uh, they're called flocks, and it's just a bunch of like leeches that like swarm around like a big flock of birds, and they come oh, flying at you. Yeah, they were in Gears One, right? No, no? Uh, those are krill. These uh, oh. these are completely different. They have uh, suction cups, and they suck onto you, and they start. Uh, fucking with you, uh, and then they uh, and they'll hijack um, DB the robots. They'll hijack those and turn them into uh, we like they'll turn them against you and attack. Well, that just sounds ridiculous. Well, of course, <laughs> sci-fi. Yeah, and then they have. Um, so I played the. So the storyline's great. Uh, you fight a big monster, and that monster, you know, blah blah dies, and then the story continues. You find out who your mom is, right, or what happened to your mother at the end of Gears Four. Your mom gets taken. And this one, you find out, spoiler alert, she's the new queen of the swarm. Uh, and she has weird tentacles, right, that come out of her body, almost like a squid lady. And, and then uh, she grabs JD and Dell by the throat. And you have a choice. Who to save, right? She knocks you down. A Sophie's choice, huh? A Sophie's choice, really, because you're hanging out with Dell the whole time. And JD's sort of a dick. But it's Marcus Phoenix's son. So I killed Dell. <laughs> I killed Dell. 
I see like the things like boom snaps his neck he's like ah, drops him and then the ground cracks open and sucks him in like I couldn't do that to a phoenix but I, I can play that act again and uh, kill Mark no but how will that affect the game and who you pick you know what I mean I mean because if you kill Marcus Phoenix's son dude that's gonna be like what did you do yeah right coming after you because he um, meets up with you right after that. I mean, you should play both ways and see what happens. I don't know. Because um, when he meets up with you, uh, he goes and consults his son, consoles his son. He gives him a hug and stuff. You know, he's like, "Where's Dell?" And then Faw, uh, the total new, the new guy, but he's a dick. He's like, not "Hey, she better uh, Yeah, <laughs> God, don't remind me of that man. <laughs> the new guy, the new guy that's a dick. He backs his truck up. He's like, "Hey, Dell, look what I did. Look at I got you." It's like, where, where's Dad? Oh, didn't make. Oh no. Yeah, and he's throughout. Like, he's with you for at least four hours of the game. Hmm. You know, we're running around. He's funny, man. I like that. But I had to kill him. I can't kill a fiend. Sorry, the black guy has to die. <laughs> uh oh, Chris. Sorry. Oh yeah, real racist. Uh, so that was the big uh, climactic ending, basically to the end of it. Yeah, you kill him, uh, and then you fight off that huge kraken thing. And then, bam. Where do we go from here? I know where to go. Boom. Credit. Right. And then, okay, so I played Escape. That's where you plant the um, the venom. You get taken by a snatcher. And then uh, uh, you get taken into the hive. And you plant a bomb. So it's three people online. You plant a, uh, a bomb. And you have two minutes before the bomb explodes. So you sneak out of a base while killing uh, robots. You only have a pistol. So you have to kill the robots, take their weapons, and slowly build yourself up. There's weapon caches left and right. Um, that's a fun mode. And, and towards the end, it becomes a clusterfuck of a bunch of people just storming in. Like, they're blocking the door, basically. So you just start running, killing everything. And then when you start closing the door, they start swarming towards the door because it's closing really slowly. All right, so you're just shooting all this stuff. All these juvies are coming out and hopping out through the door. And one of the, one of the teammates was in between the door and got crushed. I'm like, you idiot. God damn, it could have been, I think it was an achievement for the full team, but there wasn't one. Oh well. Yeah, so um, escape is a great mode. And then you have all the typical ones. King of the Hill, Team Deathmatch. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, oh, I think they just added execution. There's just five people and then each, you have to kill somebody with an execution. Uh, then executions are great. Uh, it just looks better, man. They've done so much more with the game. What's up? Yep. Uh, no, I, I accidentally muted my mic. Oh, so they, oh, uh, Huh? No, I was just saying the um, yeah the game's amazing. Uh, I'm still like you know level 13 on multiplayer. I wanted to play the storyline before I got spoiled. Loser. Um, so I'm a little I'm a little behind. I played Horde. Uh, Horde's fun. I played that for like maybe f uh, 15 rounds. That's really fun. They've added a lot more to that with uh, like you can uh, drop your weapons off in a forge machine and the, and besides a fornicator, there's a machine that forges um, power that you can add to the fornicator when you drop weapons that are around the battlefield. Yeah, it's very different. It's fun though. For, uh, what is it? Gears 5. All right, what do I rate it before we get out of here? I think you did already. I see. Um, no, I didn't. Pretty uh, sure you did. No, I rated uh, five out of five ear holes, five out of five eyes, and four to five rockets to the belly. And yeah, the book ties in almost too much to where you might go, what's the story about? That's the point of those kind of books. They're they're meant to tie the story to give you enough meat to chew on that you're <clears throat> satisfied with what they actually put in the game. But it's almost, I would have been lost. I would have been like, okay, why are they mad at JD? Oh, he did this, this, and that. I'd be like, oh, is that from the book? Damn it, I should have read that book. Well, <laughs> right? it, yeah, that could easily be. So altogether, For it's an 18-hour story with the audio book, right? 
10 hour audiobook, eight hour story of video gameplay. I would say you know better than I. Yeah, so 18 hour stories, guys. 18 hour story. Listen to the audiobook and then play Gears 5 and it ties right into it. And make it an 18 hour story. The longest video game storyline ever. <laughs> For a Gears game, sure. <clears throat> 18 hours. Yeah. I'd say Final Fantasy 7. Those don't make any sense, though. Well, who cares about <laughs> that, Chris? Do you want it to make sense and be 99,000 hours long? Yeah, yes, I do. That's just unreal. Uh, what else? Um, I could read Hustlers right now. I just saw that the other last night. Uh, yeah, let's read Hustlers, guys. Um, let's see. Because I have a bunch. Hustlers. Hustlers. Okay, so starring Jennifer Lopez and who else? Your favorite uh, lady. Uh, Cardi, uh, is that her name? Cardi B. I guess she's a rapper chick. Sure. Okay, here we go. Hustlers movie soundtrack. Bam. Okay, so Hustlers movie soundtrack. So I don't know. It wasn't that. Good. Uh, Jennifer Lopez bends over a lot with a thong. Not complaining. Uh, shakes her ass a lot with a thong on. Not complaining. Constance Wu is walking around with a thong on. Uh, Cardi B just looks shocked. Just to be clear, there's a lot of thongs in this movie, huh? Yeah, Jennifer Lopez wears a lot of thongs. Uh, she's barely, she's not showing any nipple. I don't know why she didn't get topless, but whatever. Demi Moore got topless. You know what? Jennifer Lopez does not need to get topless at this point. I think she's, she's gotten topless, but it would. She's a stripper. Okay, when you're playing a stripper, okay, you get topless. It's not like you're playing a business. There's a difference. Uh -huh. The role does call for nudity. You know, it's in the name of the. You know, you're. It's like... uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think. J-Lo at this point can just say, no, I'm not doing that. And people are going to go, okay. Mm, no, not really. She's good, but she's not that, mm. you know, especially when it comes to movies. She doesn't have that much clout. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, she's no. not a great actress. I've seen her in a few things, but. But I it's think... a female writer in the movie. Uh, it's a female driven movie. So I don't know why he wouldn't get naked. That's just me. But they just do close-ups of her pussy and thong. Okay. You know, I guess so. Yeah, I'm, I mean, a little bit of camel toe is not a bad thing. J-Lo toe. J Jamel toe. There you go. Yeah, Jamel toe. So, but the story is weird. It's basically okay. We're strippers. Uh, we're not getting the money we want, right? Uh, it's about the 2008 crash. Okay, right. Yeah. The the so they're getting all this money from all these Wall Street guys. Bam, crash happens. Not getting any money. So now, okay, this is what we want to do. Let's drug the men and then use their credit cards without them knowing and charge up all this shit. Uh, yeah, you get caught pretty fast doing stupid shit like that. But they'd bring them to the club and just uh, spend the money on the club and take their profit from the club, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the club would swipe the card and uh, and then they wouldn't say anything because they're married men, you know? Right. It was a weird concept as like, if this was like a rever role reversal, it wouldn't fly. If it was men drugging women and doing that. Uh, no. <laughs> No, it would not these days. You're right. But if it's a bunch of women drugging men, you know, these are just innocent guys trying to get a lap dance, right? Like, hey, how's it going? Oh, my friends. And then, bam, they give them a drink that's drugged, and they pass out. You don't know what they did, Chris. And they, uh, they were last week, and they were complete dickbags. Well, yeah, well, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure they're, they're making fun. They're all white men, of course. Well, yeah, that's most of Wall Street. Yeah, they're taking advantage of all the white men. It was just a weird message. A weird concept, I thought, you know, for how women could get money. I'm like, no, I guess. I, I don't even think it's that. I think it's more along the lines of uh, taking like, advantage of the weakness of the 1% to give a leg up to the, the working class, if you will. And I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But just from what you describe, it sounds like a, kind of like a Robin Hood type situation, if you will. 
No, not even close. <clears throat> it's really? it's slobbing hood. They just <laughs> well, drug no, they drug them just to buy gifts for themselves and cars and mm. and furs and you know what I mean and pay their rent. So it wasn't you for know? altruistic reasons. No, no. Reasons. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> no, no, for- I, again, I haven't seen it, so yeah. I'm just going it's, based on what it's you so they so could uh, so they could still keep up with the lifestyle they had before the crash of oh well, you know nice cars, nice apartments, nice furs. Well, at, at that point, it's two groups of rich people stabbing each other in the back and fine <laughs> you no, know it's just it's just weird it was a weird concept i thought for a movie yeah I'm like i'm like this is the movie like that's pretty dumb <laughs> i can see that but again i was like huh i thought they were gonna like start their own business or you know you know just do something like okay we're like we're four intelligent women what are you gonna do we're just gonna drug men and swipe their credit cards it's like what well, you know, a little credit card fraud isn't a bad thing, I guess. It was just weird. You know, I don't know. It was a strange movie. But I didn't mind seeing all their asses and seeing some titties, you know. So that, so that makes it a semi-good. Semi. Get it? Okay, so. Yeah. Let's see. I got it, Chris. <laughs> so, okay, two to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, two to five 50-year-old ass. But, uh, yeah. I mean, J-Lo's 50, but goddamn, she's got a fucking killer ass, man. I know, dude. Um, okay, or drugged rich man. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah. Yeah, she looked good. I, I wasn't complaining about that. It's just the concept. And people are like, oh, J-Lo's uh, Oscar ready now. No. No. This was a yeah. s- decent role. She was acting opposite Constance Wu in fucking Cardi B. Oh, what a powerhouse. You know? I, yeah, Constance Wu is a familiar name, and Cardi B is just from her music. But uh, has she acted before? Well, the, well, the whole movie is uh, Constance Wu moves in. She was in uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, Cardi B hasn't acted. Uh, oh. Crazy Rich Asians chick moves in. It's her new place. She just learns how to strip there from the other strip club. She doesn't know the ropes. J-Lo takes her in. They become friends. And that's how they... Then the crash happens. They separate. She's on her last dollar, and then Jayla's like, hey, help me scam these guys out of money. And that's what happens. And, like, they just get away with it, and that's the end of the movie. Or, no, 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 they got busted, actually. <laughs> uh, and they got, brought, they got brought up on federal charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I think one of the guys they bribed was an F. Yeah, so, kids, just for your own edification, uh, fraud is always a, a federal crime. And uh, there's no parole associated with a federal sentence, so don't do fraud. Well, unless you're rich and mm. you're, uh, what's her face, who just got two weeks in jail. Uh, Felicity Huffman. Yeah, yeah, unless you're Felicity Huffman, you're yeah. only going to get two weeks in jail, so don't worry about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so the lesson really is... Um, Have money to pay for shit. That's the money. Or, well, the I, I think the lesson for certain people is, to take away is that... Um, you uh, you don't screw over other rich people. If you want to screw over the poor or the working class, go for it. But, you know, how dare you pay f- uh, or bribe, quote unquote, a coach from Stanford or University of Pennsylvania uh, to get your kid into that school? Because that's where the rich kids go. Those are the yeah. good, you know, if you want to bribe your kid uh, to go to, uh, oh, I don't know, the, your local community college. That's fine. Yep. Yeah, but it's crazy. Yeah, don't you dare fuck over the other millionaires. That's that's where it's an A, not okay proposition. Yeah, I think that's so weird. Yeah. Two weeks. And she'll, two do, weeks. she'll do like five I, days on good behavior. What? Two weeks 
a year of probation and 250 hours. Whoopie do. It should have been uh, a year for every dollar that she was fined. There you go. Bam, right? Um, no, yeah, be, be, uh, 15 years. Prison time should be the same. 15 years, $250,000 fine, and 250 hours of community. Dude, a $250,000 fine. <clears throat> Huffman is fucking bullshit. She was on desperate. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Oh, well. Yeah. No, it, it's bullshit when, uh, and preachy just for a sec, but uh, there was a mom in New Jersey who uh, lied about her address to get her kids into a bed. She got three or four years in prison. She in didn't have a good prison. lawyer. That's what happened. She was black. That's what, well, and she doesn't have a good lawyer. If you, if you were black and had a good lawyer, you'd be fine. <laughs> Uh, if you can't OJ, afford, if you can't afford anything, that's what I'm saying. If you can't afford it, that's yeah. it. You're fucked. Yeah, but it's like <clears throat> one one thing is fairly innocent. You put down the wrong address on an application, which I guess could be construed as fraud. But at the end of the day, you're probably not harming anyone that badly. Uh, versus you know, donating six hundred thousand dollars or whatever the going rate bribe is to a academic a university for your kid to go there. I, I, it just universities are competitive places to go. Elementary schools are generally yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, so I personally would have liked to see a lot more bitch slapping going on to Felicity Huffman, and what's the other bitch? Uh, Lori Laughlin from fucking Full House. She hasn't gotten no, she hasn't gotten sen sentenced yet, but she uh, she's in the trial. Um, but I'd like to see both of them do some serious time, like five, ten years in prison, and you know. <clears throat> A big fine, something that hurts someone of their stature uh, as far as wealth goes. I don't know. I, I just think um, there's yeah. a big disparity there. The way you figure out justice for the things you do wrong should not be based on how much money. Well, no, exactly. Oh, speaking of injustice, launching oh. November 1st, 4.99 Apple TV. Who gives a fuck? No one's going to care because Disney or DP is right around the corner. Well, uh, so this is another subscription service? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, fuck them. I don't care about Apple. Uh... They're, but they're pumping so... Like, their C-movie with Jason Momoa looks pretty cool. A world where blind people have been have uh, evolved. And then um, p babies that can see come out. And people want to steal their babies. So okay, let's see. So of Aquaman and Children of Men? Children of Aquaman. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see... That doesn't sound good to me, Chris. Four ninety nine a month is pretty cheap if you, uh, if you like Apple TV. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to pay for Disney and Hulu because you can get the package deal. Uh, let's see. And I, I uh, guess it comes with ESPN, but I don't give a shit. So um, I'll, I'll pay, what, $13 a month for Hulu and Disney Plus so I can get all my itches scratched. And we'll see how things go. Um, but I'm not paying for another show. Yeah. Uh, it depends how good it is. If it's awesome and they put stuff I need to watch on it, maybe I'll check it out. But if they don't, I'm not going to give a fuck. They'd have to mail me uh, out. Let's see. Nah, no, I can watch <laughs> it on my phone and check it out. If I get uh, a free trial, I'll check out a show. Yeah, no, um, a free trial, that helps for sure. But You get a, fr a free year of uh, Apple TV if you buy an Apple product, like a new one that just came out, like their new phone, their new iPad. Or their new their new watch. I don't know. I'm tired of giving Apple. Um, their triphone. <laughs> well, no, I don't buy their shit as soon as it comes out. Like if my phone breaks, I'll get a new phone. I'm like, okay, I, 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 you know, I can't. I'll get it. I'll probably have an Apple like 
uh, an i12 or something. You know, I'm not going to run out and buy the fucking... Yeah. No, I've got an iPhone 10. I'm not upgrading <laughs> yeah, it for another fine. generations, at least. It works fine. Uh, okay, so Hustlers, I was talking about. <laughs> Every day I'm hustling. Oh, yeah, f- uh, 50-year-old asses. That's how I rated it. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, <laughs> all right, let's get out of here. Let's but, do it. Uh, let's get out. All right, so who are our friends? Oh, so many people. Uh, everyone over at BatSquadNetwork.com, go check them out. Uh, also, uh, Geek Dig, Horribly Awkward Podcast, Heroes of Noise. Um, who else? The Offensive Line, uh, Growing Up, Not Growing Old, Painted Black Podcast, Big Papa Podcast. Horribly Awkward uh uh, here's the noise, G, F, and G. That's it, that's it guys. Bye. So, later. Yeah.